Hello everyone, this is Jemiah Bennett and welcome to Expect the Unexpected. This is a podcast created in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic and its aim is to help you and me get through this difficult time with shared stories and information from experts about self-care. Throughout my college career, I've encountered a lot of unexpected situations that have taught me so much about people, life, and everything in between. Now I'm able to use those lessons and skills that I learned from those experiences when I'm facing new challenges. However, I can easily say that this past semester, spring 2020, has taught me more together than my previous three years combined. Throughout the balancing act of academics, extracurriculars, and working as a resident assistant and a group fitness instructor, while also being a daughter, sister, and granddaughter taught me a lot about communication, leadership, conflict management, personal development, adaptability, and so much more. Then, the COVID-19 pandemic hit. Not only were all those roles and responsibilities altered in some way, but somehow they seemed to come with more responsibilities but it also seemed to come with more challenges and lessons. I wanted to do well in my classes. I wanted to continue teaching group fitness in some way, shape, or form. I wanted to be with my residents to talk things through. But I also wanted to be a role model for my sister, who was also now, unexpectedly, at home for the rest of her academic year and adjusting to online learning. I wanted to be a support system for my grandparents who live with us. I also wanted to help my parents in whatever way I could. What I just listed is quite general, so many of my peers could probably relate to what I'm saying in some way. Today, on the last episode of the very first season of Expect the Unexpected, I'll be talking with Sophie Ibrahim, social media influencer and current master's student about to graduate with a degree in conflict analysis and resolution. For her undergraduate career, Sophie came to the United States from her home country of Nigeria. She will be talking with us about how the COVID-19 pandemic affected her and her studies. She will also be talking with us about some unexpected experiences she had in college and what they have taught her. Here she is sharing her experience with the COVID-19 pandemic as a student. But I'm so upset that they're making students still go to school like I, I feel like that is the most crazy thing that we the institutions did that people did and are able to do the mental toll that comes with everything that's happening around us is so stressful that you still have people telling me to write a 15 page essay i can't do that like my brain can't sit down for more than two days like i just physically can't leave a computer that's already telling me oh the world is doomed and focus on writing a two-page essay i mean 15 page essay on why aristotle is the best i don't know (laughs) something (laughs) for me it just felt so naive and so stressful And I remember the first two weeks, I just, I had issues with my laptop, my Mac was shutting up. So like online classes weren't even working out for me. I just, I felt so frustrated. She also acknowledges the resources that are available to her. There is support there. But in that moment, you're not thinking about the CAPS office in your school, right? You're not thinking, oh, I need to call them. You're thinking, I want to cry in my bed because I'm tired of this and I'm a failure because everybody else in my class seems to be you know, to be doing all right. They seem to have it all together. Why can't I have it all together? Why am I the only one who has laptop issues? You know what I'm saying? It's definitely taking a heavy toll, especially as a master's student. You're expected to, you know, be the master of this and you're supposed to have everything together. Sophie continues on to share what classes have been like for her, but also for her peers who are parents or have other roles. For a master's student, a lot of these students are moms. Mm. These are folks who have left school for years and then came back to school. And now you're telling them to write essays at home with the kids when they also have to teach these kids at home too and homeschool them. And then so many Zoom calls or WebEx calls for class. You just see a student's two kids just sitting on her head like, mom, mom, we're hungry. And she's just like, y'all, I'm not even, I can't even apologize. They're going to be here. I can't. And you could just tell she was so exhausted. And we all couldn't do anything but just laugh and be like, we honestly feel that. We don't have kids in our heads, but we just feel like there's a lot of things in our heads right now, too. Now, this isn't the only adjustment that she has had to make during her higher education career. 
Sophie learned a lot of skills and life lessons through her role as a resident assistant, a role that brought about a lot of unexpected experiences. And she has been able to use those in life in general, but also during this pandemic. Kat Cole, group president of Focus Brands, talked about some of the many lessons we can learn throughout life during her speech at the 2015 Judson Women's Leadership Conference. The lessons are around you, whether they're good or bad. Here's Sophie. Being a resident assistant and being on a student orientation staff generally changed my entire experience. It was something that I didn't do it just for the housing. I didn't do it just to finish up school. It was more so because I genuinely enjoyed student leadership on college campus. And I feel like I'm one of the weirdest people who says that because people are like, why would you want to do that? And I'm just like, I genuinely enjoyed it. When I was in the moment, I would never say this in the moment. Every supervisor knows me knows. I was that person who was just the loudest in the room, like, oh my God, I don't want to do that. Why do I have to do it again? Why are you making us do this? What is going on? They don't need this. What's your resume? Like, Sophie, you drive us crazy. But then when I got out of it, imagine applying for grad school and not thinking you have any skills at all because, like, you are you never did an internship outside of school, you know, because you couldn't afford it. And I couldn't do that. All I had done was being, been an RA and done housing. And I went out, I left to do my master's program and I had all these transferable skills. I knew how to write reports because I knew how to, you know, do administrative work. And I was a communication, I helped with communication and media for the RA team. I was a supervisor for the RA team. I had all these soft and transferable skills that I didn't even know I had until I had to sit down and reflect on everything. So it's truly like now that I'm like, oh my God, that really helped my college career and even searching for it jobs right now, having this experience that I've had throughout my career, for sure. As a former resident assistant myself, I definitely can relate to what Sophie is saying about responding to a range of incidents and also learning a variety of skills from that role alone. But I think the same can be said about a lot of campus experiences students may have. Maybe it's through an organization, during a class, or just regular day-to-day activities. My dad always says that we can learn something from everything. Despite the rewards of challenging experiences, it's not always easy to navigate while it's occurring. There seems to be so many things to consider. Sophie talks about how adjusting to life in the States was and continues to be challenging, especially considering the other factors that she has to think about. I didn't recognize how hard it actually was for international students. Like, I didn't know. I think I built up such a facade of, like, this is going to be absolutely great. I didn't know how financially hard it was going to be. I didn't know how stressful it was going to be. I didn't know how naive I was to think that, like, I just come here and study and then find a job and do this, you know, work here and there. There's so many restrictions and regulations that I don't think I've breathed a sigh of relief since I came here. I've never felt at ease just being here and it's so damaging for mental health especially if you don't have any support like if you're the only one from your family who's here and you have no familial support at all like that's scary to think that when you come in this freshman year you're immediately thinking you need internships to be able to get a job when you graduate or to, be able to go to grad school if you don't want at least for folks who don't want to go back home yet right i think i only enjoyed my freshman year because i was like oh i still have sophomore year to think about it but from sophomore year i had to think about junior year and internships that summer and senior year and internships and okay once i did senior year i had a year to apply for school be- a year before that i had to apply for like uh graduate school and like making sure my forms were okay and then once i'm doing grad school i have to two years, but I really don't have two years because my first year, I need to get an internship. My second year, I need to get, you know, my OPT and have my plans. Like, I literally am planning every year while I see other people just coasting through school, enjoying the experience. I'm enjoying the experience, but I'm also realizing that 
I need to calculate my future five years ahead mm-hmm. or else I'm going to be stuck in square one. So I think that is one of the harder things about being here. Right now, I should be enjoying the fact that I'm graduating in 10 or 12 freaking days, but I can't because I need to figure out what comes next. Am I going to go back home to work? Am I going to find a job here? Am I going to be allowed to work? There's so many nuances and so many unknowns that if you don't have that support, it can definitely take a toll on you for sure. I'm not an international student, but I can certainly relate to some of the feelings and pressures around planning your future. That was something that I struggled with and continue to struggle with today. My first year of college, I was trying to plan out my whole life, but it all started with figuring out my major. And let me tell you, I think I probably considered every major under the sun before finalizing my majors of sociology and journalism. And even after doing that, I questioned if it was the right thing to do. Then I started to plan what was going to happen after my undergraduate career. I started to look into the grad programs that sparked my interest, and then I narrowed down those programs to about three, making note of my top program and worked so hard to get to that point. But it definitely was not an easy process and took a toll on me mentally and physically. Sophia has found some lessons and tools to help take care of ourselves when working through these hard situations that can be really exhausting. I think for wanting the power of your mind, I think now we're all sort of stuck with ourselves, especially for folks who either live alone or don't have the best family relations or are stuck even with family, but they have to self-isolate or stuff like that. It's important to realize how strong your mental health needs to be. And I, I think that's the one thing that surprised me. I'm such an extrovert. I'm always with people. I am never alone. If I'm alone, someone's on the phone. Or if someone's not on the phone, the TV's on. Like, I'm such an extrovert. And that has allowed me to escape my mind a lot of times. So I'm not listening to what's up there. I'm just engaging with so many people. And now I'm forced to sit my butt at home and just keep replaying life over and over again in my head. And I'm just thinking and you're thinking. And in many ways that can lead to anxiety, it can lead to depression, it can lead to so many mental health illnesses that you didn't even know you had. You didn't allow yourself to, you know, engage with that. And so I think it's, it was been really important for me to take back my mental health in a way and revisit how to love myself, how to be happy being by myself and not being lonely, but being alone and navigating that process too. So it's been definitely been a journey for sure. Here are some self-care practices that Sophie has been working on that might also be helpful to others. Having friends turn family has been, has been super helpful, but friends that have gone through it. My best friend, she just went through finding a job and staying here for a year and she's about to apply to grad school now. And she just went, she has gone through it. So like, she's not just telling me, oh, I'm sorry, cause she's sorry, right? She's telling me I'm sorry, but she knows what the process is so leaning on those folks which is also like not as great because they also need someone to lean on them so it's like two people who are so stressed trying to lean on each other to find support can be really really tough but I think that's just what I've been doing it's not the best I feel like I need to figure out more ways to get my mental health in check but with all of that comes having my blog and trying to go to school and trying to work also like it's a lot to sort of navigate but taking the time to sort of take a deep breath you know do to-do lists do affirmations i started yoga super exciting i know i felt very fancy in addition to those tips sophie has some final words for students this is a really hard time for a lot of students out there and for those who are graduating it's such a sucky time because we want to we had so many plans i had a graduation party already planned but i'm okay with that uh but it's just staying strong which sometimes seems so arbitrary right because what does strong even mean but just trying your best to stay strong and stay safe and stay indoors and just ride out so we can get our degrees and rock on (laughs) and sort of figure out what comes next as well 
This whole podcast has been about some experiences that us college students have been navigating through during these challenging times as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic in ways that we can process through them and continue to be the strong people that we are. YouTuber by the name of Create Imperfect has an entire video on working through change called Three Tips to Help with Transition, How to Deal with Change. Here's his third tip. Life will throw you a lot of different curveballs. It will go a lot of different directions, directions we may not want life to go. It may go right when we want it to go left. It may take a U-turn when we want life to go straight. Change is inevitable. It's unstoppable. So although we may not control the world around us, the weather, other people, or situations as a whole, what we can control, the one thing we can control is our attitude and our actions. If you find yourself in a situation where you're afraid and you know that change is inevitable, learn to control yourself. Like I said earlier, some of the most successful people in life are able to be flexible, are able to face their fears and control not the world around them, themselves. They're able to redirect their energies, their talents, their abilities in ways that allow them to not necessarily get rid of change, but to get a leg up on change. Well, that's all for today. But before I close out, if you listened to the last episode, you may remember that I mentioned that Kate Spencer and Dory Shafir would be joining us for this episode. Unfortunately, they were not able to join us, but I would encourage you to check out their podcast, Here For You, another podcast to help individuals during uncertain times. Right now, they are focusing on the uncertainty of the COVID-19 pandemic. Thank you, Sophie, for sharing your story with us. As we can see through Sophie's anecdotes and through our own journeys, challenging, unexpected times can be incredibly difficult. However, there's a lot we can learn from them. We can use those experiences to help us through things in the future. We can take the skills that we have learned for future jobs, future roles, and so many other things. The challenge, experience, or moment may last for a specific amount of time, but we can carry those lessons that we learned way beyond. Because this is the last episode of the podcast, there are a few things that I would like to say before closing out. First, I realized that I never really explained why I chose the title Expect the Unexpected. One reason is because at the start of this pandemic, and life as we knew started to change, that phrase kept replaying in my head. Throughout my life, I have heard people use that term, expect the unexpected, and I never really thought about it, never really knew why. But when this all started, I thought, well, I guess the circumstances here are why people say that, even though I really don't know if anyone could have expected something like this. Then, I started to reflect on some unexpected experiences I have had in my life, what it was like to navigate them, and how I took care of myself, if at all, during those times. As I reflected, I realized how I may not have been able to anticipate or expect other experiences that I've had, but those lessons I learned previously helped me through them. So now I'm able to expect life lessons to help me through anything. I would also like to thank all of the guests on this season of Expect the Unexpected for their time, vulnerability, and wisdom. Your willingness to share your stories has inspired me and from what I've heard has also inspired the listeners. Thank you for sharing some of your most raw stories and self-care advice. This podcast wouldn't have been possible without you. I would also like to thank you all for listening. I hope you're able to connect with some people, stories, and experiences. I also hope you're able to learn something from ideas that were shared. Lastly, I would like to give a big shout out to Professor Marie Shanahan and Professor Amanda Crawford from the Journalism Department at the University of Connecticut. Thank you for your guidance, your support, and your help throughout this whole process. Now, I completely acknowledge that we just scratched the surface for some of these topics, and there are so many others that I unfortunately was not able to cover in this season. As humans, we're lifelong learners. I encourage us to all continue to learn, share stories, and help each other through this difficult time. But I also encourage us to take this community and sharing beyond this COVID-19 pandemic. There's so much we can learn through the process. Once again, thank you. I'm your host, Jemiah Bennett, and you just listened to Expect the Unexpected.